Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are an intentionally hospitable religious community. All are welcome here to join us in our free search for spiritual truth, meaning, and beauty. If you're a visitor with us today, I want to especially welcome you and invite you to join us after the service when I'm happy to answer any questions you might have about this church or about Unitarian Universalism. Welcome. Last Sunday marked one year since a police officer shot and killed Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. Today, we will pause to remember just a small part of the stories of just a few unarmed African Americans who police have killed since then. We will close out each story with a call and response. The speaker will say their name three times each, and we're asking you to respond after each time they say the name by saying black lives matter. Because stories matter. Remembering matters. Black lives matter. In between some of the stories, we'll have music, reflection, and prayer. We can't possibly tell all of the stories today because there have been over 100 unarmed African Americans killed by police that we know of in the last year. So we'll close by projecting each of their names while our wonderful musician, Anna Beth, sings a song originally written by a Jewish man in New York to stand in solidarity with black Americans and then made iconic by the singer Billie Holiday. Called Strange Fruit, it is a powerful reminder that the lynching of black Americans has not yet really ended. Instead, it has taken on a, a systemic form within our criminal justice system. These are extremely difficult stories, I know. As a white male who tries to stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement, I find them terribly painful, and I can only begin to imagine the pain of those with whom I am trying to stand in solidarity. But the stories are real, and remember them we must if we are ever to end this staggering, enraging, and heartbreaking institutionalized racism. Let us begin by lighting our chalice, as is our tradition within Unitarian Universalism, and saying together the words projected on our screen. In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. Please also join me in saying together our mission statement so relevant to today's service. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Michael Brown, son, grandson, stepson, brother, cousin. Nephew. He was 18 years old and had recently graduated from high school. He planned to start college soon. A police officer in Ferguson, Missouri, shot him and killed him on August 9, 2014. Michael Brown was unarmed at the time. The police claimed that he had attacked the officer. 
Some eyewitness accounts claim this was untrue. The police left his body bleeding on the ground for four and one-half hours. A grand jury failed to indict the officer who shot him. I'll say his name, Michael Brown, and everyone respond, Black Lives Matter. Michael Brown, Black Lives Matter. John Crawford III, an only son, a father of two, He was thinking about going to college to study something in the sciences. His dad thought he might become a meteorologist. On August 5th, 2014, he was shopping in a Walmart near Dayton, Ohio. A white male customer called 911 to say that he had a gun and was pointing it at other customers. The gun turned out to be a toy. The caller later retracted his claim that John had pointed it at the other people. Two police officers shot and killed him inside the store, claiming that he had failed to obey their commands to drop his weapon and that he had made a sudden move. Video that appeared later contradicts those claims, and it appears that they may have shot him with little or no warning. He was on the phone with the mother of his two children when he was shot. His father happened to be visiting them at the time and heard his son's last gasp of breath through her cell phone. He was 22 years old. Ohio is an open carry state, so it would have been legal for him to have a gun, even if it had been real. Grand jury failed to indict the officers involved. John Crawford III. John Crawford III. John Crawford III. Tamir Rice, son, grandson, brother. On November 12, 2014, 12-year-old Tamir Rice was playing with a toy pistol in a city park in Cleveland, Ohio. Someone reported that he was pointing a pistol at other people, but also said that it was probably fake and that he was probably a juvenile. Two police officers shot and killed him stating that they had warned him and that it looked as if he was reaching for a pistol in his waistband. In video footage released later, it appears that the officer who shot him began firing immediately. It was later revealed that the officer who shot Tamir had been dismissed from a prior policing job for emotional instability. The officers failed to provide first aid to Tamir. When his 14-year-old sister ran up to the scene, they tackled her, handcuffed her, and put her in the back of a patrol car. They also threatened his mother. 
The chief of police later repeatedly re referred to 12-year-old 5-foot 7-inch Tamir Rice as that young man. No decision about the fate of the officers has been made yet. Tamir Rice. Black Lives Matter. Tamir Rice. Black Lives Matter. Tamir Rice. Black Lives Matter. Akai Gurley. Father, partner, brother, son. Kai entered the stairwell of the building where he lived with his girlfriend and their two-year-old daughter. Two New York Police Department officers were patrolling the stairwell of the building from top to bottom, even though they had been ordered not to do so. One of the officers, officers while fumbling with his gun and a flashlight, accidentally fired a shot. The shot ricocheted off a wall and struck a Kai Gurley in the chest, and he later died from that wound. In the critical moments after the shooting, instead of calling for help for the dying young man, the officers left the scene and began texting their police union representative. The officer who filed the fatal shot were, was indicted by a grand jury on charges of second-degree manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide, second-degree assault, reckless endangerment, and two counts of official misconduct. He was freed without paying a bond, and his trial has yet to commence. Akai Gurley is the same age as me, 28 years old. Akai Gurley. Black Lives Matter. Akai Gurley. Black Lives Matter. Akai Gurley. Black Lives Matter. Romaine Brisbane, husband, son, father of four. On December 2, 2014, police officers responded to calls regarding loud music and a potential drug deal at an apartment complex in Phoenix, Arizona. What then transpired was subject, a subject of disagreement between police and differing eyewitnesses. Police claimed that Romaine Brisbane took something out of the back of his SUV, yelled at them, and ran into the apartment complex. The officer who pursued him claimed that they got into a physical scuffle, and he thought an object in Romaine's pocket was a gun. It turned out to be a pill bottle only after the officer had shot and killed him. The other person who had been in the SUV later said that Romaine had been bringing fast food to his children who lived in the apartment complex, and later, strewn French fries still littered the front porch of the site of the incident. No charges were brought against the officer who shot and killed Romaine Brisbane. He was 34 years old. Romaine Brisbane, Black Lives Matter. Romaine Brisbane, Black Lives Matter. Romaine Brisbane, Black Lives Matter.
Matthew Ajibade, son, brother, college student. Originally from Nigeria, Matt was a 22-year-old college student in Savannah, Georgia. He suffered from bipolar disorder. He scuffled with police who had responded to a call about a domestic disturbance. As they handcuffed him and took him to jail, his girlfriend, who did appear to have bruises on her face, told them that he suffered from a mental disorder and needed to be taken to a hospital. She gave them a bottle of pills for treating his bipolarism. On January 1, 2015, Matt was found dead, strapped to a restraining chair in an isolation cell in the jail. Police and staff said that he'd been combative and injured an officer. A coroner ruled his death a homicide caused by a blunt force trauma to his head. Nine people from the jail were fired and three faced criminal indictments in his death. Matt was an artist who owned a print design company and was working with his brother to start a new company called Made in Africa. Matthew Ajibade. Matthew Ajibade. Matt Ajibade. Natasha McKenna, daughter, sister. Natasha suffered from schizophrenia and was being held in the Fairfax, Virginia jail for reportedly having assaulted an officer. She was five feet three inches tall and very slender. While in the jail, an officer claimed she refused an order and physically resisted them. They used a taser on her four times for being non-compliant with deputies. She later went into cardiac arrest due to a combination of the tasering, psychoactive medications, and what the medical examiner controversially, controversially termed excited delirium. She died on February 8, 2015. Several experts on the use of tasers testified about the inappropriateness of the use of tasers on the mentally ill and about the danger of cardiac arrest from such a large number of uses in a short time period. No charges were filed, and her death was ruled an accident. The jail did ban the use of tasers on mentally ill people. Natasha McKenna was 37 years old. Natasha McKenna. Black Lives Matter. Natasha McKenna. Black Lives Matter. Natasha McKenna. Black Lives Matter. Calvin Andre Reed, son, sometimes homeless. On February 22nd of this year, in Coconut Creek, Florida, police fired tasers at Calvin Reed multiple times. Witnesses say that up to four times they fired tasers at him even after handcuffed. They reported that each of the four tasers were fired at least twice and that Calvin cried out, they are trying to kill me, and I can't breathe, as police jumped on top of him. 
Reed was 39 and had been working as a meat salesman. He had been discovered in the parking lot of a retirement community, bleeding, clothing torn, likely having some sort of psychological episode. He had refused treatment from paramedics and officers and, quote, behaved aggressively. Police tried to cover up the incident until reports by eyewitnesses through local news media began to appear. The coroner ruled his death by homicide, by electrocution. The police chief resigned, but no charges against any officers have yet been brought, though investigations continue. Calvin Reed. Black Lives Matter. Calvin Reed. Black Lives Matter. Calvin Reed. Black Lives Matter. Bernard Moore. Father. Grandfather. Beloved community member. On March 6, 2015, 62-year-old Atlanta resident Bernard Moore began to cross the street he had crossed as a pedestrian many times before. As soon as he started across, however, a police car hit him, knocking him into the air. He died shortly thereafter. Video from a surveillance camera contradicts the account of what had happened given by the Atlanta Police Department, which claimed Bernard had walked out in front of the car. The video shows that he stopped before crossing looked both ways, and watched several cars go by. It shows that the officer driving the car was going much faster than the other traffic, seeming to come out of nowhere. Eyewitnesses testified that the car was going up to twice the posted speed limit and that its light and siren were not on. No action against the officer has been taken. The county district attorney says an investigation is still ongoing, and the family has filed a lawsuit. Bernard Moore. Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Bernard Moore. Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Bernard Moore. Black Lives Matter. Walter Scott, father, son, brother. <coughs> North Charleston police officer Michael Slager pulled 50-year-old Walter Scott over for a minor traffic infraction. During the stop, Walter fled on foot. We don't know why he did so. He was unarmed. Slager pursued him on foot, eventually firing eight shots, five of which struck Walter, killing him. Slager reported that he had feared for his life because Walter Scott had taken his taser. Yet, video taken by a witness and released later shows that Walter was at least 15 to 20 feet away and was running away from Slager when Slager fired the shots. Walter didn't have the taser. After he fell, Slager handcuffed his hands behind his back and appeared to have dropped something near his body. A grand jury brought a murder indictment against Slager for the killing. The trial has not yet begun. Walter Scott. Walter Scott. Walter Scott.
Freddie Gray, son and brother. On April 12, 2015, in Baltimore, Maryland, police officers reported arresting Freddie Gray after he had seen them and begun running away. They reported arresting him without the use of force or incidents. Witnesses and video released later contradicted this, claiming that officers beat Freddie with batons and pinned him down using a folding technique, wherein one officer bent his legs backward while another held him down by pressing a knee against his neck. In the video, Freddie appears to be injured already when police put him in the back of a police van, handcuffed and shackled. They did not secure him inside the van, and he could not control his motion because of being handcuffed and shackled. Sometime during the van ride, which included four stops, Freddie suffered spinal cord injuries that resulted in his death several days later. Six officers have been indicted in the case. Their trials have not yet begun. Freddie was 25 years old. Freddie Gray. Black Lives Matter. Freddie Gray. Black Lives Matter. Freddie Gray. Black Lives Matter. Brendan Glenn. Son, father, called an adventurous soul by many of his friends. Brendan got into a scuffle with a bouncer outside of a Venice Beach, California nightclub on May 6th of 2015. Two police officers got involved. One of the officers shot and killed Brandon during the scuffle, and he was unarmed. The Los Angeles police officer who fatally shot him was a seven-year department veteran who was the subject of a criminal investigation for omitting witness statements in police reports. A security camera on a nearby building recorded the shooting. After reviewing it, the Los Angeles chief of police stated that the situation did not seem to justify the use of deadly force though an investigation is still ongoing. Brendan Glenn was 29 years old. He had sometimes been homeless, but he had been working part-time for the city at the time as a lifeguard and a seasonal helper. Brendan Glenn. Black lives matter. Brendan Glenn. Black lives matter. Brendan Glenn. Black lives matter. Spencer McCain, father, brother, son. 41-year-old Spencer McCain had threatened violence at a home where he was not supposed to be due to a protective order that had been issued against him. Police responding to a domestic violence call shot and killed him even though he was unarmed and made no move toward them or even to run away from them. After breaking into the Owen Mills, Maryland department, apartment on June 25, 2015, police claimed they had found him standing in a defensive position and began firing at him. 
They did not go on to describe exactly what that might mean. Nineteen shell casings were found on the floor in the area where the officer shot him. The case is still under investigation, but no charges have yet been brought against the officers. Spencer's children, aged as two and five, were present in the apartment when the police shot and killed their father. Spencer McCain, Black Lives Matter. Spencer McCain, Black Lives Matter. Spencer McCain, Black Lives Matter. Jonathan Sanders, father, husband, son. John was exercising his horse using a street-legal horse and buggy in Stonewall, Mississippi, on June 8, 2015. Police officer Kevin Harrington pulled up behind him, startling the horse, according to witnesses. When Jonathan, not knowing what was happening, started chasing after his horse on foot, Harrington pursued him on foot. Another witness heard Harrington say he was going to get that N-word. Harrington caught Jonathan Sanders, grabbed him, and put him into a chokehold. Jonathan repeatedly cried out, I can't breathe. When one of the witnesses, who was an in-law of Jonathan Sanders and a correctional officer himself, asked Harrington to please release the chokehold, the witness says that Harrington pulled out his gun and tightened his grip. Jonathan died from being held in a chokehold for over 20 minutes. He was 39 years old. The officer is still under investigation. Jonathan Sanders. Jonathan Sanders. Jonathan Sanders. Samuel DuBose. Father, husband, son, brother. Samuel DeBose was shot and killed by a white police officer on July 19, 2015, after the officer had pulled him over for a minor traffic violation. The officer, Ray Tensing, originally claimed that there had been an altercation and that he shot and killed Samuel only after Samuel began to drag him with his car. A video that was released later showed that this never happened, that Samuel appeared to be compliant with the officer's orders, and that Tenzing shot Samuel without warning as he sat nonviolently in his car. The officer has been charged with murder, however, but no charges have been brought against the two other officers who were present at the scene and that backed up the false story that Tenzing had originally reported. Samuel DuBose was 43 years old and well-loved in his community. Samuel DuBose. Black Lives Matter. Samuel DuBose. Black Lives Matter. Samuel DuBose. Black Lives Matter. Christian Taylor. Son, brother, grandson, nephew, college student, 
and football player. Eight days ago, on August 7th, Brad Miller, a recent graduate of the police academy and new to the Arlington, Texas Police Department, shot and killed Christian, who is unarmed. Police have claimed that Christian had broken into the car dealership to steal a car and that the shooting occurred during an altercation with Christian. As we now know, the officer was at least 7 to 10 feet away from Christian and that no physical altercation occurred. He has been since fired for lying about that. Family members have questioned the whole process saying that Christian had no need to steal a vehicle and that he was looking forward to the new college year and to playing football. And just a little over a week before he was killed by the officers, Christian had tweeted about this fear, the fear of police, saying in one of his postings that I don't want to die too young. Christian was 19 years old. He was about to be a sophomore in college. Christian Taylor. Black Lives Matter. Christian Taylor. Black Lives Matter. Christian Taylor. Black Lives Matter. Please join me in a spirit of prayer. Spirit of love and life, great holder of all stories. Power of remembrance. Breathe into us the courage and the fortitude to rise together in solidarity and demand justice. Sustain us for the long and difficult arc that we must sometimes travel to do justice, and yet fill us with courage and the urgency that the horrendous and continuous extinguishing of black lives demands. Remind those of us who would be allies that most often our best way to offer solidarity is to follow. Comfort the many who are feeling such great anguish. Direct our rage toward dismantling murderous systems of oppression. Fill us with a love and compassion that will not allow us to stop until justice and beloved community have been fully realized. We ask these things in the name of all that is good, all that is holy. Amen. Now please join me in saying the words for extinguishing our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. As we close our service, I again invite you to stay for further conversation and to share a meal together afterwards. Know that you, each of you, does have the power to make a difference. 
Know that I am available to you today, now, after the service, and in the future. Know that love really is, in the end, more powerful than greed and hatred. Know that here at First UU Church of Austin, we host both a Unitarian Universalist People of Color group and a White Allies group, and we partner with many others doing the work of racial justice, including our own local Black Lives Matter affiliate. If you have not done so already, I invite you to get involved. As we remember the names I invite you to rise up and demand not one more. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at www.austinuu.org.